5AA Mornings with Matthew Pantelis. State of the State is a segment we do every Mondays at this time, around 11.30. And today, joining me in the studio, well, we're going to talk festivals. We're going to get festive. Uh, Ruth McKenzie, Artistic Director of the Adelaide Festival, and Justina Jokum, who is Chief Executive of Festival City Adelaide. Ladies, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you for coming in. Let's, I mean, I look, we're, we're about to enter festival time of year, obviously. The fringe, I see the setup down there around the, uh, the garden and gluttony is coming together and it all comes uh, alive from the weekend or Friday, I think is the day, isn't it? So uh, good times and the weather's just fantastic this week and leading into that. Justina, let's start with you. What, what makes Adelaide just such a renowned city for staging these sorts of events? Well, we wholeheartedly believe that we're Australia's festival capital and that we delivered the world's best festival experience, both for audiences, but also for artists and everyone involved. Mm. And we do so because we create community. We spark joy and help people create really valuable and incredible memories in an environment that is safe, um, multi-generational, accessible, mm. and very importantly, also sustainable. You know, we really do stick to our values as a festival city, and we try to ensure that together with our audiences, uh, we deliver a really environmentally sustainable um, offering mm. uh, so that we can all feel uh, proud of what this festival city uh, does. It certainly attracts such huge numbers, doesn't it? It doesn't matter where you go, whether it's the Fringe or the festival or anything else this time of year. People just are up for it. Absolutely, and we've uh, definitely seen an uptick in audiences coming from interstate and internationally, which mm. is uh, very uh, good to see after yeah. the, the COVID period. And uh, just today, I believe it was announced that the CBD is seeing uh, its most successful 10-week outlook in terms of really? hotel occupancy. So uh, certainly our three summer festivals, our three summer arts festivals yeah. are delivering on that. Well, let's talk to Ruth McKenzie, Artistic Director of the Adelaide Festival. This goes back to 1960. Do you feel the pressure of, of that weight of history, Ruth? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the oldest as well as one of the most internationally applauded festivals. Um, I've worked in Europe and run many festivals and the Adelaide Festival was the one that we always compared to Edinburgh, to Avignon, to the gigantic festivals mm. of Europe. So, yes, we've got a lot to live up to. But of course, We've got a great opportunity to have something that it, we have many events, that many free as well as ticketed in all the art forms. For example, the wonderful Adelaide Writers Week is yeah. part of the festival. That's completely free and gives you the chance to meet hundreds, literally, of world-class writers from Australia and from all over the world. Um, and we've got Spinifex Gum, fantastic free concert opening in Elder Park on the 3rd of March. So... As well as, of course, things for families such as Airplay at the Festival Centre, a great piece from a Canadian duo for eight-year-olds and everyone who's eight at heart. So I feel that the thing about festivals is that it is a chance to be joyous, as you say, Justina, and a chance to open your mind and your heart to new experiences. It's an adventure, but an adventure for everyone in Adelaide. Uh, so an adventure, you know, a safari in our home territory. For you putting it together, what does it entail? Is is it you know how do you how do you find acts to come to Adelaide to convince them to travel often to the other end of the the globe and uh, you know twelve uh, sixteen more hours on a a plane and uh, or two planes sometimes and and make the trip. 
So the prestige of the festival, as we were saying, is really important. Mm. That is a draw, but you're right. It's about being sustainable and responsible, but also it's about showcasing world-class talent from all over the world. And that includes Australia and Adelaide. And it's really important to say that we've got world-class talent here in Adelaide, and you'll see in this year's programme a lot of wonderful world premieres from, for example, Australian Dance Theatre, the first First Nation director Daniel Riley is doing his first piece, Tracker, about uh, about his great-great-grandfather who was a tracker in the New South Wales Police. We've got Slingsby doing a beautiful piece, world premiere here, The River That Ran Uphill, which is about the real-life experiences of people in Australia, South Australia, after Cyclone Pam. And we've got Windmill doing Hans and Gret, a nightmare mm. experience for young people who have, a, you know, who like to experience fear in the forest. So I guess that we, we need to be clear that we are showcasing talent from all over the world. And once you're in the festival, that can often open doors for the artists to be seen elsewhere, to be picked up by other festivals. But also, if I can just finish on this, our responsibility is to serve everybody in South Australia. And so that's why on Friday we launched Create for Adelaide, Mm. which is a project for young people in South Australia who can vote now for their climate change priorities and then they can curate an exhibition in the 2024 festival. So I'd urge everyone to go to createforadelaide.au and Create for Adelaide is a number four in the middle. Okay, create for Adelaide, radio.au. Justina, festivals don't just make us happy. They're really good for the economy as well. And you mentioned the hotel rooms earlier. So obviously people coming here just, just pump money in. Yes, absolutely. And in fact, prior to COVID-19, 74% of all international visitors participate in arts and culture, uh, tourism here in the state. And they would spend uh, upwards of $400 million uh, and injecting that into our economy is really significant. Our festivals alone uh, employ nearly 1,000 FTEs. Um, They deliver 370,000 visitor nights in our hotels across the year. Mm-hmm. And those are sensational numbers. And to Ruth's point, um, it's not just the ticketed events. Uh, that brings in about 1.5 million uh, ticketed uh, attendances across the year. Uh, but we also offer 5.5 million non-ticketed mm. uh, opportunities. And that's just how many people participate in festivals across the state. Mm-hmm. And I'll also touch on um, a little known fact about South Australia. We manage a network called the Festival Volunteer Network, and that's a database of 3,000 volunteers that are actively participating in our festivals. Really? So it's not just the purely economical stuff that is significant to mention here. The impacts that festivals have run uh, wide and deep, and it's always so impressive to see so many South Australians come out and participate in our festivals as volunteers. What sort of roles? What are they doing? Oh, goodness. It really uh, runs the gambit for from being artist minders and ensuring that our international interstate artists are having the best uh, experience in South Australia possible, uh, to helping um, audiences navigate right. uh, Botanic Park during Womadelaide. It, it really does uh, span um, uh, the gamut, uh, okay. and it's uh, excellent to see. So, uh, really significant impacts um, that our festivals deliver. 
that so we should all be proud of. Your role as the executive of Festival City Adelaide, we're not just talking the Festival of Arts, we're talking the Fringe, WOM Adelaide, the things you've talked about. Anything else in that? Oh, goodness, yes. We have a lucky a lucky number 13 uh, m- members under our umbrella. Right. Uh, so it is, it is of course, um, there's a culminating point around our summer arts festival season yep. but as we like to say we have uh, four festival seasons um uh, in in the state so we have lots coming up next in autumn winter and spring uh so everyone can go to uh, festivalcityadelaide.com.au to learn more so things like that for instance the light display i forget what it's called but um yeah tell so me the- illuminate yeah, adelaide uh, sala the adelaide film okay. festival the right. adelaide cabaret festival guitar festival so that all falls feast. under under your umbrella absolutely wow. we are spoiled for choice in South Australia. There's something for everyone and um, it's it's a really exciting place to be. All right. Top tips then for the Fringe Wom Adelaide or Adelaide Festival? What have you got in that regard? Oh, goodness. This is always a really difficult one. <laughs> uh, for the Adelaide Fringe, I really implore everyone to go see Electric Skies, which okay. is a 500 drone show uh, that is set to First Nations storytelling and music. Um, for the Adelaide Fe- Festival, I'm going to The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh. Uh, so really recommend that one. Uh, Airplay, as Ruth said, I have a niece uh, going to that with her family. Um, I'm really excited about Lord and Camp Cope on the music program. Highly recommend. And for Wom Adelaide, uh, gosh, that program is just extensive. But uh, Norway's Aurora, uh, the USA's Fantastic Negrito, and Australia's Ripple Effect Band are my wow. top three that Radio. I'm going to see. All right. Ruth, where do, you, where do you start when programming a festival? And you've talked about the importance of acknowledging people and, and getting them here, but where, you've got a blank sheet. Your first, your first time, where do you even start? So I should say that this, the 23 Festival, isn't my festival. It's the last and wonderful festival programmed by Neil mm. Armfield and Rachel Healy. So Yours I'm working on 24. Mm. Um, and yes, you start with trying to find the balance between uh, the big names, because people are used to seeing big names at the Adelaide Festival from all around the world, and our flagship opera, which is one of the enormously popular and important Mm. drivers to the festival. Um, We've already programmed for 24 and 25 and 26, but I'm not going to tell you anything (laughs) about them. Sorry about that. But, But alongside those big names... We're also looking for the surprising new names because the Adelaide Festival's always had a history of of being the first to show the stars mm. of tomorrow. You know, back in the day, in 1988, the world-famous and now sadly deceased Peter Brook was here with the Mahabharata. And he was here in 1988. That's before he went to the UK. It's before he went all around the world. He was. We got him before anyone else with mm. what became his most famous show. And that's a really important ambition in the DNA of Adelaide Festival. And then finally, of course, it's how do you... How do you offer pathways in for everybody to enjoy the festival? And we've talked already about the importance of free events as well as having, you know, talent that speaks to urgent issues. Mm. And I think you'll see both in this year's festival and in the future festivals the importance of hearing the voices of artists who speak about the things that the population of South Australia care about which may not be artistic, but where the artist can do that brilliant job of making an imaginative leap and bringing to life 
the discussion points, the provocations, the surprises and the joys of the world that we live in. Yeah, indeed. All right. Uh, I'm with Ruth McKenzie, who is the Artistic Director of the Adelaide Festival. That's who you were just hearing. And Justina Jokum, who is the Chief Executive of Festival City Adelaide, the parent body of all the festivals we have. It is... So uh, we'll be back to continue the discussion right after this. 14 minutes to 12 on 5AA. We're listening to the 5AA Interactive Lounge this Wednesday with me, Jade Interest rates are on everyone's mind right now. I bet a $2,000 per year saving sounds pretty good. That's the pledge from Mortgage Saviour. It's their mission to get you mortgage-free as soon as possible. Their advice is genuine and authentic. Find out how in our interactive lounge this Wednesday afternoon. Call 8223-0055. Have you got your ticket in the Hospital Research Foundation Home Lottery? You could win the $3.5 million grand prize in Henley Beach that comes with a quarter of a million in cash. You'll feel like you're on a holiday all year round in the luxurious Scott Salisbury home. Don't miss your chance to live mortgage-free by the beach. Join the fight. To see full lottery details and get your tickets, visit homelottery.com.au. License in one four three double one. Now, Bronte from Gutter Night reckons if your gutters are full of leaves and debris, well, they may as well be full of petrol. It takes just one ember from a fire 50 metres away to ignite the fuel load in your gutters. So get in touch with Bronte from Gutter Night. Gutter Night is a high-quality, fully-sealed protection system that keeps leaves and debris out of your gutters and can help repel fire embers. Gutter Night, that's night with a K, is also perfect for keeping birds and vermin out of your roof space and wall cavities and will also extend the life of your gutters. Give your gutters the full Bronte and get in touch with Bronte and search for Gutter Night South Australia on Facebook. Make sure you type Gutter Night SA. Trust Gutter Night to watch over your home. For over 38 years, Steinborner has been well worth the trip. With over 400 used cars to choose from, you're sure to find the car you're looking for. You won't find a better range of cars covering the entire region from Gawler to the Barossa Valley and Clare. And don't forget, you can always click through the collection of vehicles online at steinborner.com.au. Great local deals on great local cars from your locals. Steinborner Automotive. Still well worth a trip or well worth a click. How does saving $2,000 a year on your mortgages sound? That's the pledge from Mortgage Saviour. It's their mission to get you mortgage-free as soon as possible. Mortgage Saviour is not affiliated with banks and other big corporations. Their advice is genuine and authentic. No hidden surprises, just the best lending options for your circumstances. With more rate rises on the horizon, it's important to talk to Vincent. He's a mortgage surgeon. He'll take a look at your situation and make the cuts needed to save you at least $2,000 per year guaranteed. And if he can't, he'll give you $500. Find out what a mortgage saviour can do for you. Go to mortgagesaviour.com.au. T's and C's apply. Bob Burns Blinds is feeling Moorish. For a limited time only, the more curtains and blinds you buy, the more discount you receive at Bob Burns Blinds. The more, the merrier. With quick installation, high-quality materials, an extensive product range, and first-rate service, now's the time to create those stunning indoor and outdoor living spaces that you've always wanted. Buy more, save more. Book your free measure and quote today at bobburnsblinds.com.au. Conditions apply. 
Matthew Pantelis on 5AA Mornings. 21 degrees in the city, currently 25 today, mostly sunny, warming up to 38 by Thursday. That's nice, nice and hot. 38, only for a day, it cools off a bit after that. Friday's back to 32. Talking with uh, Justina Jokim, and she's a CEO of Festival City Adelaide. Also, Ruth McKenzie, the Artistic Director of the Adelaide Festival from 2024. Justina, where could audiences go to get the best advice on what to see and do over, over the summer festival period? Well, besides the independent websites of the festivals themselves, we're really pleased to see the international connection with Edinburgh continuing in new ways mm. and this year for the first time we'll see the list uh, hit the streets of Adelaide and the list is um, a publication that has been putting out festival guides in Edinburgh for over thir- uh, 40 years wow. and they're coming to Adelaide for the first time with their summer festival guide and 20,000 copies that can be picked sure. up in um, numerous areas around the city from uh, newsstands to your local supermarkets um, and that will be a fantastic download on everything to do this summer festival season across the three arts festivals. Fantastic. And uh, all right, so that'll be around. I've already seen a fringe festival guide, and that's about as big as a phone book <laughs> at the moment. It's, it it's is, huge. It is a tremendous program mm. and also a wonderful platform for our local yeah. and interstate international artists. So, right. What's coming up after this festival trifecta's over what have we got to look forward into past past march oh absolutely so much uh next cab off the rank is the sa history festival that's a month-long um history festival taking Mm. place across the state um in may and then we have a dream big children's festival which is a fantastic celebration and connection point for so many of our kids across the state with with the arts uh and then of course uh, the the rest of the uh, festival seasons uh across across the calendar year so really um encouraging folks to to check out festivalcityadelaide.com.au for more information about the festival seasons uh, yeah. that we have in south australia fantastic ruth uh, the uh, tickets that are available now and they're, they're obviously up for sale for this year for next year affordability has always been a thing and i, I recall gosh going back 30 years, there was a festival director that released a heap of $10 tickets to go and see everything, just limited numbers, but they were there. How, how's it all placed this, this time around? Well, I'm happy to say we can do better than that uh. for the 2023 festival. So thanks to the Balnaves Foundation, we've got ticks for next to nicks and pay what you can and those both offer five dollar shows for those that have a health care card or a pension card and we have a wonderful scheme as well to encourage and enable schools to come for again five dollar tickets i was on friday at the wandana primary school and so they're a good example they're a category two school and that means that they can come to airplay for just five dollars a ticket and we've got a scheme from our donors and sponsors to help them with the bus because actually the bus is even more expensive than the tickets but five dollar tickets in 2023 that's not bad it's a start we'd like to do more yeah that is pretty pretty cool isn't it five dollars wow to go to a festival show you've done festivals all over the world you've been in london europe wherever it's just incredible to to bring that wealth of knowledge to adelaide and i don't know i'm sure you've read the history and very familiar with the history of adelaide festivals that used to be biannual and now of course every year how do you feel about that i mean you've signed up for three which puts the pressure on 
Well, I'm, I think it's great to be on every year. I think that biannuals are hard for mm. people to remember. Yeah. We're much more in the bloodstream of South Australia if we're annual. And as we were saying earlier, with Create for Adelaide, we're starting an all-year program in schools so that we can be part of the creative mm. life of young people and communities, not just in festival time, but all through the year, building up and giving the voice to young people. Yeah in the festival so what starts now with create for adelaide and the vote will end up in the 2024 festival curated by the young people of south australia that's great is that something you'd like to see continue forever in a day i would love to see that Mm. continue forever in a day and i think it's right that you know you're as you've been saying artistic directors have a lot of power but i'd like to give away some of that power to the next generation and to give a voice to young people means giving them the power to be heard it's a really important priority for us i'm sure there'll be some eye-opening moments in that have you heard of any yet i know you've done some um uh, publicity with kids and explaining that and everything has anyone said something that you've thought wow i've never considered that look the great thing about working with young people is there's nothing but surprise you know the freshness and honesty of Mm. young people is why we need to trust them to save the planet and to give ourselves and themselves a better future yeah i'm a huge and passionate believer in that so calling once again for young people to vote on createforadelaide.au when, just before you go, and uh, just a question off the top of my head, when I was young, the festival dominated and the fringe was on the fringe. It was as it was back then. And over the last 20, maybe 30 years, that has almost flipped where the fringe is the mainstream event and everyone goes down to the garden and you see that and the festival still has its place rightfully. Where should it all sit? I mean, should should the festival dominate the the season or should it be the fringe? Who I, wants to take listen, that? Listen, yeah. I think we're, we're not about dominating. We're about sharing and we're about offering a huge diversity of experience that makes us all together a great hub, a festival city and the most important festival city in Australia mm. or in the Southern Hemisphere, apparently. Indeed. Well, lovely meeting you both. Ruth McKenzie, the Artistic Director of the Adelaide Festival from next year and obviously talking up uh, this year's festival and why not. And Justina Joachim, who is the Chief Executive of Festival City Adelaide. Thank you both for your time. All the very best with the season and, and the festivals to come. Thank you both. Thanks so much. It is uh, around four and a half minutes to 12 o'clock. That is me almost done until uh, <clears throat> nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Well done to uh, Glenn at Valley View, the winner of the Choir of Man tickets at Gluttony coming up. Uh, caller of the morning. Thank you, Glenn. And we have more to give away. In fact, I think every day this week. So every caller will be in the running for that as we go through the show. News uh, from Nine News on 5AA coming up next.